My last episode stirred many comments. Today, I would like to clear up one of these sticking points. That is, there's little difference between Nazism and communism. In our video overview of America, we explain the political spectrum, how government can have zero power on the far right to having 100% power on the far left. At the extreme right, there is no government. The extreme left features total government under such labels as communism, socialism, Nazism, fascism, princes, potentates, dictators, kings, czars, any form of total government. The main difference between the many labels is the method used to bring about total control over the people. In other words, how does an individual or entity gain public support while on the road to a totalitarian government? For instance, the people of Russia lived under an authoritarian government for centuries, so the movement into communism was not all that easy, but Lenin made it possible. Whereas the people of Italy and Germany lived under systems that were not as onerous as Russia. This is why Mussolini and Hitler needed to use different methods to take over their governments. Both were effective with imposing totalitarianism on their people. In all three cases, the changes that needed to be made were the same relative to how government imposes totalitarian rule. The rhetoric and the amount of force was just different. Part of that rhetoric was giving speeches which created a public enemy. The people were manipulated into going along with government changes to fight that enemy. Let's say communism is that enemy. Since the people were ignorant as to what led to communism, they fell for increased government controls as a means to fight communism. For as Marx implied in the Communist Manifesto, the people do not understand what some changes made by government today leads to tomorrow. They can't extend the lines to what certain changes will mean to their lives and freedom in the long run. So you can call draconian moves anything you want. In many cases, the people will not understand that they are supporting something which will eventually place chains around their lives. Property rights here in America are a perfect example. To better explain, I like to ask these questions. What happens to you if you rent a property and you don't pay your rent? The answer, you're evicted. Next question, what if you own a property and don't pay your taxes? Answer, you are evicted. What is the difference? This is one example that demonstrates how over the last two centuries, the government has slowly taken away a right of the people because of imposed taxes and regulations. Those taxes and regulations have expanded to the point where the government, for all practical purposes, owns all the land. Most Americans don't think twice about just paying their yearly property taxes. They've even been conditioned to believe that that's just the way it has always been. Many don't even question what they can or cannot do on their land because of the increasing regulations. This is how socialism sneaks into America and the vast majority don't realize it's happening. It is the same in countries like Germany and Italy, where the people thought their leaders were opposed to communism. What they didn't realize is that the things that Hitler and Mussolini were advocating would lead to the same end goal in the long run. After all, the systems for ruling the people are the same, no matter what you call them. An overall word for this process is Marxism. 
So, when I say that Hitler was a Marxist, there's no question that he was imposing all of the steps advocated by Marx in the Communist Manifesto, and only put his label on them. Mussolini was an associate of Lenin before he formed the fascist movement in Italy. Recall that Antifa was the street army of the communists in Germany who used to fight the Nazi brown shirts in the streets of Germany. Once they lost, most of them simply changed their shirts and joined the Nazis. They became known among the Germans as beefsteak Nazis, brown on the outside and red on the inside. The only difference was the name of their leader, Hitler instead of Stalin. And the only difference in the war against Germany and Russia was, again, their leaders. Their people were more than fooled, but we should not be. All three movements, fascism, Nazism, and communism, all stem from the same roots. This is why I will continue calling them Marxists.